Uh, time for me to warn you that it is possible that in the course of the next hour and 55 minutes or so you may hear some rough language or be introduced to uh, concepts you find unwholesome. If you fear that this is a possibility, clearly you should be listening to something else.
Welcome to the third in the new instalments of the Independent Music Podcast. Anthony Chalmers here. And Gareth here. And that was the sounds of Fumasa Preta, and it's, that track was called Tira Sua Mascara. So your guess is as good as mine, something about mascara. Yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that you're doing the pronunciation for a change. Oh God, I've, I've, I know quite a lot of Portuguese people, that's just what language that is, and yeah, they point and they laugh. They laugh, even when I try, they laugh. At least Fumasa Preta, I've got that right now, after about six months of playing that band on the radio virtually every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, self-titled album? Yep, released on Soundway Records uh, towards the end of 2000, but mid towards the end of 2014. One of the best of last year. And uh, were great when they played at Corsica Studios, and no doubt will be great again at Royal Power Festival and End of the Road Festival and all over the place. Yeah, Royal Power Festival in May. And then the road September this year. That's the one. Amazing, yeah! I can't wait to see them live. Um, yeah, you got me into that album through your resonance show. I remember it's an amazing album. So, uh, I have something here that is uh, a quite strange one to open for me. It's a Kickstarter campaign from last year. It's a album called "A Guide to the Bird Song of South America." It was put together by a Dutch blog, Rhythm and Roots. And it was all about uh, getting South American artists together uh, and being inspired by endangered species of bird from across the continent. It's not actually just bird song. Uh, but each track then samples bird songs, the particular bird that is the name of the song. Mm. And I believe it's different artists in are from different countries in South America and they are representing a particular endangered Country from bird. their regional. Sounds good. So if I grab the liner notes here... I can see that this one is the Cardinal Amarillo, which is a yellow cardinal, which is from Argentina, Brazil and Uruguay, and this song is by a band called Tremor. Thank you. 
Very nice. So that was Tremo with Cardinal Amarillo, which is a yellow cardinal. It's an endangered bird in Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay. There's only a thousand to two thousand of them left in the world, which is mm. what the very informative liner notes tell me. Well, I guess there's more, not as you see, more species going extinct, more artists will be using that as a, something which inspires them, sort of like the sadness of it. Yeah. And yeah, I've seen, like, there's a record that was sent to me but never got released by. Um, Tristan Bawtree and Marcus Hamlet, both really good South England musicians. Exactly, each song themes around the different extinct as like a one, and then there's about the one I remember is like Coelacanth because that's not extinct. Yeah. That was like one they thought was extinct, but, but then it turned out it was alive. Yeah. Well, the um, well, all of these are still alive, just about. And the album came about. It was a Dutch blogger in Rhythm and Roots who wanted to bring awareness to these birds to work with some amazing South American artists raised about three and a half grand through the Kickstarter to produce the album and then everything outside of the costs is going to Aves e Conservation is RSPB the, for South America or something. Uh, for, <laughs> uh, yeah it's a non-government organisation in Ecuador that works to protect and raise awareness about bird species so yeah all very yeah good music good cause yeah it's a great album you know some there's some bits of it like that which are a bit more tribal and you know quite chanty and then there's more pop songs on there as well but all very varied all very excellent yeah I picked up from a charity shop just the sounds of British birds like about a year ago 50p or something and it's just yeah it is just does exactly what it says there's no music there's no interpretations it is just recordings of British birds and I've been DJing at this outdoor bar called Paperworks and like when I start doing like 5 till 11 there's hardly anybody there at 5 just put it on and let's hear the sounds of birds <laughs> go around it's like the bar staff are looking around the security guards are sort of so this is very idyllic. The security guards are wondering, like, looking, wondering where suddenly what's going on with the birds, and we're like, suddenly, where we're all feeling pretty good. And then you chuck some Venetian snares in there, <laughs> yeah, it all goes wrong. <laughs> sometimes, if sometimes. you substitute that for jazz, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, I've got. I'm going to play two songs back to back. Two London-based bands featuring the same drummer. It's uh, Orlando and Tamaga. They released a split tape uh, with each other. Came out right around now it could be last week week before could be next week something along those lines it's a really new around release. about now yeah round about now and uh, both bands have seen play a few times Orlando supporting Jane Weaver at the end of March and they absolutely blew me away with their awesomeness um, and Tamaga also seen him play several times and fantastic band so I'm going to play you two songs uh, one back to back so back to back from those <laughs> Thank you. 
two songs there first one was Orlando and Ghost Maze and the second one was Tamaga Sitisk Polk it's from a tape they did together called Songs for Video Games and I think if, when you listen to the songs you can kind of hear but oh yeah I see where you're coming from interpretations of video game music makes sense to me yeah I enjoyed that a lot that's definitely the type of music I can get behind um, I used to listen to a lot of it actually but yeah. Orlando when they played live though they were like a mixture like they were nothing like that I will say it was really different it was a sort of late 60s psychedelic folk going into sort of like early 70s Simon the Family Stone funk and it was insanely good basically so clearly they've got lots and lots of different ideas and yeah just I can't wait to have them play again great well, I've got something that's not too dissimilar it's um video game inspired as well but a little bit more abrasive than that this is Trinity Lo-Fi with Helgland 8-Bit Squad been a big fan of Helgland 8-Bit Squad for a couple of years now, um, having discovered them on SoundCloud back in our, back in our DigiDub days. Um, that's uh, from what I believe is their first album, which is with Trinity Lo-Fi, coming out on Renegade Masters, I'll say May, but definitely later this year. Renegade Masters being Soom T's label with Monkey Mark, and they've got a whole load of releases lined up for this year. And yeah, they are Norwegian, and Trinity Lo-Fi, I believe, are a Newcastle-based rap duo who I wasn't aware of until this track. Uh, I love the um, 
I love the production. I love how evil like the Game Boy sort of 8-bit music is. I think that's something they specialise in. If you're going to call yourself 8-bit squad, I think that it's something you've got to be quite good at. Um, the video is very strange. It's uh, recorded on a Game Boy camera. And in that whole... Game so- Boy has a camera? Uh, they did, yeah, back in the day. Really? I so have no idea. There you go. So you can dig that out on YouTube. Um, yep, Trinity Lo-Fi, Helgland 8-Bit Squad beat the boss out on Renegade Masters at some point this year. So to move on with songs that are questionably probably not that good. All good. My next one is, is, is possibly not very good. <laughs> but I, I think you sell it so But well. I wanted to play it to you anyway because of it's weird and wonderful. So I was at the indie label market last week and I popped by Leng Records, wonderful record label, mm-hmm. and I picked up a record from Holger Shukai from Cannes. Um, I picked up, I have one 12 inch already from him from the label, and this has had a very similar artwork. The other one was brilliant. I thought I'd go for it. I looked at the, looked at the sleeve, Jackie Liebitz on uh, drums, you know, the, probably one of the greatest ever German drummers. And I was like, five quid, gonna buy it. Yeah, that's gonna be easy. And then when I put it on at home a few days later, I was greeted with a surprise, and it made me giggle quite a lot. See what you think of this.
Hear the song. I play it right. I feel it strong. I'm living in the perfect world. 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 places that sounds like a jingle made by Gareth yes. and that is a compliment of the highest order yes. because of Gareth makes incredible jingles thank you that is very silly and yes I can understand how some people might not enjoy that but I th- you know I think it, it was had, kind of great yeah I think the longer you stuck with it I think the rewards <laughs> like came it, it, it had a late payoff I think <laughs> and it's that's Holger Shukai and the track's called Perfect World um, I was reading up about the song and essentially it's sort of it's like a sort of sarcastic uh, monologue about a sort of perfect world of plastic people okay so it has a deeper meaning essentially in the yeah so it's got it's made by members of Can. it's recorded in the 70s and uh, the, the person doing the vocals is like an American narrator and sort of like TV presenter or something like that and Holger got really into the sound of the guy's voice well I also have some stuff by can later on in the podcast lined up so it's almost as though we actually I, planned I this i know this is terrifying so as well as both having video game music then we have stuff from the saber and i was going to have a release from lang as well but that i picked up at the label market actually i thought i'd but, mention actually i'm oh, sorry to interrupt you there guys that actually that release is uh, was actually released by claremont records and i guess it was distributed by lang over here yeah, definitely. So actually i think they might have been sharing a stand but you know Maybe. Just give, a, give a shout to Claremont anyway. Yes, and Len, because it's awesome. I have something a bit older now. It's come out from... It came out on a compilation recently. This is Mighty Duke, and the track is called Be Yourself. <laughs> i 
that was the mighty duke with be yourself mighty duke uh, trinidadian calypso legend i guess i love the name mighty duke if you can have a name like that you've got to back it up with songs yeah well no doubt he has well (laughs) if i check into wikipedia he won the national calypso king title for four years straight between 1968 and 1971 he actually left um shell oil to focus on calypso music (laughs) <laughs> well, so, that's something that's that's uh, a sound career choice if I ever heard one. I uh, probably made more money working for Shell, but that, that's true. Anyway, it's taken from a recent release, I think, at, towards the end of last year, called Tropical Disco Hustle. 
It came out on the wonderfully titled Cultures of Soul label. It is a double LP, lots of amazing stuff on there, lots of disco, calypso, Jamaican, Caribbean-tinged music. It's all wonderful. Good stuff. Um, A couple of things I wanted to say before we go on to the next song. It's just that if you... Well, you can listen to this on many different mediums, basically. So you might be listening to this on Mixcloud or on iTunes. But you could... You can, we've got Pocket Casts, we're available there. A personal favourite of mine at the moment. Yep, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, you can listen to it on Mixcloud. And if you are listening to it, but you have like another preference, like another, what you, you're a podcast fan. It should be there. Yeah, but somewhere, then let us know. Basically, we want to know more places because we just want people to listen. Yeah. So if there's any place that we can put it, we'll, we'll, we'll put it there, basically. Yeah. And if you're having trouble getting onto iTunes, because we did have a few problems with it, um, it is all working now. So if you listen to this on Mixcloud and think, oh, I'd prefer this on my phone, you can go to iTunes now and get it. If it isn't in the place that you expect it to be, just get in touch with us at independentmusicpodcast.net, which goes to our Facebook page in which you can contact us, and we will make sure it is there. Cool. And also on the Facebook, we're just uh, regularly posting stuff about the songs that we've been playing, answers to questions, stuff we've been liking, and bits and bobs like that. So it's worth keeping an eye just generally on the feed. Um, next song I'm going to play is from a band called Enablers. Um, if you're new to the podcast, which I guess a lot of listeners maybe, I mean, I promote gigs basically. I used to promote gigs at night called God Don't Like It, and now I promote gigs under a night called Baba Yaga's Hat. So I'm always watching a lot of bands and putting on a lot of bands. And on Saturday, a couple of days ago, I had a band from America down called Enablers. I'd never seen them before, but I liked the sound of some stuff that I heard from them. And they didn't disappoint. They're absolutely brilliant. And it was it was really busy in there. And it was, but like, if you would have looked at the talk online and the press and stuff, you might have thought there'd be no one. It's a cult band. <laughs> and this is one from them, from their new album. It's called West Virginia. Darkness batting from the gaps of forest trees. And above us, clouds like great, great rains. By nightfall, Louisville is blacked out and reduced to crucible quick chatter and candlelit bars and other spotty garrets of light way up the road's vanishing point.
of Enablers William, and the track's called West Virginia William Shatner at the start anyway before he started <laughs> screaming all over it certainly a bit of the Shatner about that basically you know they're like just sort of it's just like a rock band you know like many other good rock bands but just, live just a rock band no, but I mean live this is how I was experiencing them when I saw him live but then they're like a very uh, engaging captivating frontman, yeah. which sort of put it to like an excellent next sort of another level of enjoyment than if it would have had a sort of a standard singy shouty whatever have you put them on before? Saturday the 4th of April, last week. Put them yeah. on. And we'll be having them back. Maybe to War Power 2016. That's all I'm hoping. Ah, okay, well. Hopefully you've told uh, asked them already. Or ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, we, ah, we're on for that festival <laughs> next year. We, 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 we spoke about it. Yeah, excellent. No, it was, uh, yes, uh, very shouty. No, very shouty. But we don't play enough rock. Yeah, exactly. Think. That's the thing. More rock. I just want to give you, the, the record is called The Rightful Pivot. And I only just got this, just couple of days ago the record label appears to be called Lancashire and Somerset which is interesting for an American band maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're, maybe they're Anglophiles yeah, perhaps and that is out now or out recently yep out now came out uh, last week here's a record which isn't out yet I picked it up on vinyl at the indie label market as well uh, it's from Reading label Reggae Roast and this is Reggae Roast featuring Brother Culture Oh, this is the reggae sound system, reggae sound system culture, reggae roast in the area. Yeah, let me not tell a man, baseline and treble, put it on the level. We want a big sound system up in a place, up in a place. We want a big sound system up in a place, up in a place. We want a big sound system up in a place, up in a place. We want a big sound system. Now we play, up in our place. Sound system require 
with MCs and a dozen singers Fe line up the show you need a good promoter Me load up the sound and travel no wider Roast featuring Brother Culture, uh, Brixton MC. The track is called Sound System. I think it was actually recorded as a bit of a sort of like test for their new sound system that they built last year, but it has now got a final release. Or if it hasn't already got one, it's one forthcoming out on the label Reggae Roast. I don't understand what the Reggae Roast production I thought it was just the label. I didn't realise that there was a Reggae Roast producer, so to speak. No, so I need to dig out what that's all about. But um, yeah, that if that's not out already they've obviously got the vinyl but it's going to be out shortly Brother Culture like I say from Brixton did one album back in the day maybe 2002-ish with uh, Mungo's Hi-Fi which is now extraordinarily expensive to purchase um, yeah it releases stuff on lots of reggae-ish labels that both me and you like sort of Mazamba Castor Blast Roots Garden and loads loads of others yeah I haven't been particularly excited by much sort of uh, dub and digi in the last couple of years just seems just a bit poppy a bit sort of made for the dance floor but not good made for the dance floor lowest common denominator sort of stuff yeah. and I thought that was great so it's nice to hear uh, nice to hear something that sort of really grabs me there yeah it's always been a genre that you kind of um, have to do a lot of digging through oh absolutely I mean even to 60s 70s uh, reggae even the really good artists and the really good producers churned out loads and loads of turd yeah, so. <laughs> so it's quite, yeah, it <laughs> well, it's not like they released one album every four years and spent the whole time perfecting a thing. It's like knock out a new single every couple of weeks yeah. for the next party, and because they're skin and they need to sell some more records yep. to fucking pay the rent. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, that's that, and that is exceptional. And yeah, go check it out now. Cool. Next up, last one from me on this. We've got one from Eminative. This is brand new. On Brownswood Recordings, it's uh, it's part of the Steve Reed Foundation. This is a cover of Sun Ra's orchestra, "Love from Outer Space," and the Steve Reed Foundation 
is uh, Steve Reeves, a jazz drummer, who sadly died of uh, throat cancer, I believe it was, uh, like maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And essentially it was preventable, but didn't have the money. So being America. Yeah. Um, so the sort of foundation was put together. I hope this is right, because I actually haven't done any research on this. It's just what I remember for a four, is that it was to give money for musicians with bad health. Oh, essentially great musicians who maybe didn't have health insurance uh, especially in the sort of jazzer, jazzier side of the world um, to help them so it's a great record it's a great cause and uh, emulative Nick Woodmansey's an old old compadre of mine now known him for a long time and it features all sorts of great people on here Kieran Hebden The Pyramids Kolokuta and many more and this is a lot from Outer Space Thank you. 
the sounds of A Love From Out Space from Eminative featuring Ahmed Abdullah of the orchestra uh, original Sun Ra trumpeter on that song and that is as I said released um, on Brownswood Recordings for the Steve Reed Foundation which is stevereedfoundation.org um, I kind of looked up sort of while the song was on just to sort of check all my facts are right and it's pretty much alright but, but it's the charity is not only to raise money for uh, medical stuff it's just to raise money for that but also just to help great artists in steve's name to help his legacy go on he not only played as a great jazz drummer but also played with fella cootie with motown uh, with like martha and valandellas with james brown Jimi hendrix he's was a dude and a half (laughs) 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 to say the least yeah to put it mildly no i'm very happy you introduced me to that because I haven't heard of it, I haven't heard of the foundation very philanthropic um, podcast this week yeah. and also I've mentioned that on the record it also features our old friend and compadre Gemma Williams aka, aka Woodpecker Williams who plays harp on one of those tracks I know that she's a regular podcast listener so thank you very much Gemma Yes, excellent. And yeah, we like Gemma here. When's she having a new record? You put out the last one, so when's the next one? Well, she's told me that it's in the works. So who knows? She says it's not going to be called Woodpecker Williams, it's going to be under a new moniker, but she's working on new stuff. I mean, she's always been making music, she's always been singing and doing stuff. It's just whether she feels she's in a got it the right thing together for like a new full length. Excellent. Well, something to look forward to. No doubt debuted on on this podcast. And yeah, so... That's us come to the end of this week's podcast. Like we mentioned earlier, you can subscribe on iTunes if you're listening on Mixcloud and you want it on your phone. iTunes is a place to go. Pocket Casts, Acasts, wherever you get your podcasts, really. And if you can't find it, independentmusicpodcast.net, let us know and we'll make sure that it is there. Um, anything yep. from you before Just we go? Just going to say thank you very much for listening and we'll be with you next week. Yep. I'm going to end with a very long track it's a live recording from Mugstar and Damo Suzuki um, two of your favourites I believe this is uh, certainly two good ones this was recorded in Liverpool back in 2012 the album's called Start From Zero it's just come out now on Important Records and this song is called Zero Coda thanks for listening cheers
Thank you.